Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello, and welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. I'm so excited today to speak with Andrea Sok. She is the CEO and founder of Sok Influencer PR. And I'm just delighted because she's in my hometown, actually, in, in Washington, or Virginia. And um, I'm really interested. So funny because I, when I got her, when I we just started to meet on the phone just now or on Zoom, and she was saying, I said, I, your story is the most important thing. And come to find out that's the heart and the core of what she's up to. So please um, tell us about yourself and your story and why you've realized how important it is. Well, thank you again for having me. I'm excited to speak with you, speak with your audience. Um, I have spent many, many years uh, working in marketing and communications. Most of my professional career, I was uh, either doing PR or marketing, um, but at the heart of it was really the story. I was always chasing after a story. I was always wanting to spend more time interviewing people, hearing their story, learning their story. Um, and when I started this business, uh, really at the start of the pandemic, <laughs> uh, I started to really help people build out their story, to tell their story. And I work with a lot of female founders, um, female startups, female-founded um, small businesses. And I don't know if it's a female thing, but women often have a hard time telling their story or they feel shy about telling their story or they think their story is not interesting. Um, and that's really just not the case. So we really work to find out what are the key points of your story, your brand, how did you come to this business? Um, and then what makes us different is that at Soak Influencer PR, we find the voices to help share that story in the most authentic way. Um, so is that local media? Is that an influencer? Maybe it's a combination of both, um, but helping to share your story and get the word out and um, help you to grow your business. Mm, that's really beautiful. You've probably seen the power of story in terms of life-changing events and success of businesses. And, and that's probably why, I mean, I'm just assuming that's why you decided to really headline with it. Yeah. And I think founders especially are really, and entrepreneurs are really shy about, well, it's my business. It's my product. That's what I want to put out in front of people. Yeah. But, you know, even as consumers, we want to know who's the face behind this brand. And so it's really powerful for folks to share how um, this one, one female founder that I work with, the, the fintech startup that she operates, she founded it really to help people manage their finances because after years of working as, as a teacher um, in, in, in accruing enormous debt, you know, you either have to have uh, no, a wedding in 15 years or you have to find a new job. And she didn't want to do that. And that's why she launched her business. So Telling stories like that on the inspiration and the struggle and um, the achievement and accomplishment um, is hugely important and people want to hear that. It's inspirational and it's motivating. Mm, absolutely. 
I was, I think for women, and I, I could be wrong, you have a lot more experience with this than I do, but it's like, which story do you tell? <laughs> There's so many stories and I want to tell the most impactful story. Um, I have a, I have a food story, you know, I grew up, I grew up like with, you know, food compulsion, you know, in and out of Food Addicts Anonymous with mom and Weight Watchers. And then she died of severe obesity and I've devoted my life to health. So that's like a storyline that makes sense with the career I've chosen. Right. But then there's the other story. You know, there's like the wheelchair to runway story and the fashion business. It's like, so which story is the story? And that's why I love what you said about bringing in your brand. Um, and then, of course, you know, who's who, you know, where do you want to make the most impact with which story? Because I honestly, so I'm dating a, a, a writer, producer, director. Mm -hmm. so it's like, oh, we have to tell your story. So this has been like an ongoing conversation. <laughs> And I'm like, I still don't know which story to tell. <laughs> it's like you can tell multiple, and that's a that's a beauty of it. You can tell multiple stories to different audiences. Um, and, and it's really thinking about who your audience is, how can you relate, um, and how can it uh, be again authentic. I think that's the key. Is that we really want to tell your story authentically and have uh, authentic voices share that story. And so that's really the challenge. It's a two part step. Tell your story and then find the voices to help help share that story in the most authentic way. Mm, so interesting how things have taken shape. I mean, in your career of marketing, just in the last 15 years, what you've seen, how it's completely turned it upside down and inside oh out. Gosh, yes. and, and I always, so I am, you know, I'm in my late forties and I, I just can't, sometimes I can't wrap my head around it. I have a teenage daughter. <laughs> She's like, oh, look, I got 6,000 likes on my thing. <laughs> okay, so what? And now what? These are like the two questions I keep asking. So what? And now what? Um, and I know that we're only as valuable as our platforms. I get mm -hmm. that. And at the same time, um, you could literally spend all day, every day making free content. Mm -hmm. And I think it's that goes back to the question of the audience and who you're trying to reach. Mm -hmm. I've, I've, again, worked with uh, some several founders where they have their perception of where they want to see themselves, um, whether that's a magazine, uh, working with a certain influencer. Um, but it's more, it's not necessarily about where you want to see yourself. It's where your audience is, is you want to meet your audience where they are. I worked with this one female founder who she admired this influencer. Uh, she has a beauty brand and she followed this influencer. We felt like it was similar demographic. Um, I was a little bit skeptical and <clears throat> we started working with this influencer. And while we were talking with her negotiating price, um, I said, well, make sure you send her the product. She needs to have the product for free at least. Um, and we were really excited when she did an unboxing on her channel, um, completely free and crickets, nothing happened. There was no traffic to the site. Uh, we didn't see any uptick in followers, um, Simultaneously, I was working on a piece with her local paper, her hometown paper. It was a hometown girl gone, you know, gone big. And the piece ran literally in print. <laughs> it was a print piece in the hometown paper. Wow. And her website crashed. They sold out a product within a day. And all the and we traced it. I mean, she really could trace it back because all the shipping addresses were to the hometown. <laughs> so it really it depends on who the audience is. It was not so much about her. She wanted to see herself with this audience and with this influencer that didn't represent who her customer was. Um, and so, so it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's definitely challenging. And there's, 
the good thing is there's a lot of options these days. Right. right. Um, but then it's the challenging piece is to find the right options or the right mix of options. Right. Yeah, I completely agree because you need different skill sets, different conversations and different capacities um, in, in each of the channels, whether it be TikTok, mm-hmm. Instagram, print media, Facebook, you know, you name it. Um, it's funny because people always say, well, what, what is your demographic? What is your demographic? And it's like, I'm starting to think that I'm not the one that chooses my demographic. My demographic is actually cho- is actually choosing mm-hmm. me. And that, that's been really challenging for me as a um, as an entrepreneur uh, to, to accept. And what you're articulating is exactly that. It's like, they, they choose you. You just have to keep showing up. It sounds like. Showing up and being your authentic self and uh, engaging. And you might learn a thing or two about your audience. Yes. So a thing or two, right? (laughs) Well, for those of you who can't see her, she is a striking woman, you know, like the, to the, like the kind of woman that looks looks like Nicole Kidman. Like she's so beautiful. Um, And yeah. And so, because people are all only listening. We also have some video, but you know, most people are going to be listening to this in audible Um, or not audible, but on podcast, Apple. Yeah. And so, you know, maintaining our vitality every day, um, that is a topic of the show, is something that we all have to do, uh, whether we have a business, a husband, kids. So how do you maintain your vitality? Well, one thing I love about your show is that focus on food, fitness, and mindset, because honestly, my health coach was the person who gave me the kick in the butt to start this business. Um, She worked with me uh, throughout the pandemic. And we would have our weekly check-ins. And I always said I didn't need mindset. I really went to her for the fitness and health because I wasn't going to the gym. The gyms are closed. And, right. and then I really benefited so much from the mindset piece. And in our weekly check-ins, um, you know, I was talking to her about my various ideas. And she <laughs> put a stop to it and said, stop. Pick a date and launch this business. Stop talking about it. Wow. And she really forced me to, to think and put a, you know, an actual timeline on it. And I mean, I'm, I missed the mark by about a month, but I, I gave notice at my, my full-time employment and really launched the business about a month within a month's timeframe of the goal that we set. Wow. So I, I have huge value for mindset um, and really paying attention to your own health food, you know, food, all of that. Um, so meditation is a, is a huge piece for me. Um, I never practiced meditation before the pandemic and, um, I found it to be hugely helpful. And for me also is getting outside and walking, um, even in Virginia here where it can be really cold in the winter. I honestly really enjoy just that fresh air getting outside. Um, but really focusing on mindset and focusing on self. Uh, I just came back from my own three-day personal retreat. I do this every year where I go on a trip just by myself, nice. no husband, no kids, no friends, me, myself, and I, and it's a huge recharge for me. And I, I highly recommend it to anyone. <laughs> Love that. That's actually the first time someone's mentioned that. Um, wow. I've almost a hundred women that I've interviewed now that a personal retreat, where did you mind me asking, where did you go? I just went to um, a small Airbnb in Florida. Um, it has a pool, which is basically the only thing on my checklist. So it's, I love water. I love being in warm weather. And so <laughs> it was um, me and the pool for three days. I mean, I didn't really do much outside of that, but swim and, and read. I read 
two books, which um, is amazing. <laughs> Three <I'm days>. <laughs> um, so yeah, just spending time for yourself. And, and I pretty much turn the phone off. I have check-in, you know, check-in time with um, my husband and the kids, but um, out of office for the business and uh, let my friends know, hey, I'm going to be offline for a while. Uh, don't check social media and just me, the water and a good book. That's incredible. I'm really appreciative that you described that because I think a lot of us think we need to like climb a mountain or, <laughs> or you know, do something, you know, new and dangerous or, you know, whatever, or a spa right. must be fancy, expensive and elaborate, but no, it can also just be, you know, really, really simple and mm-hmm. nurturing and right. we have different needs for nurturing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I collect my energy. I'm definitely, I'm definitely an extrovert, but mm-hmm. I need to collect my energy. So I think there's a name for that where you're, you're, because you're, you get tired and you need to recharge that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, um, I'm not living alone for the first time since my divorce, like 15 years ago. And it's a big adjustment. It's Mm -hmm. a really big adjustment. Uh, My daughter just left home. Oh, yes. It's big. It's really, that's it. I mean, life changes. I mean, it's so huge. My kids are younger, but this is the first year that they've both been in school all day. And so that was a huge adjustment for me, which is, I'm literally alone at home. My husband goes to the office. Time. And, yeah. You laundry, you can do the dishes. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. That's <laughs> so exciting. Oh my goodness. Um, a lot of the women listening don't think that their story has value. And how do you help women to come to realize that their story has value? Is there some way in which you work with them so that they can understand that? Uh, it starts with questions. I ask a lot of questions. Um, and I think people struggle to, to talk about themselves, which is understandable. And a lot of times that's the hardest part. When I prep my clients for interviews, I say, let's practice the about us question, because that's a lot of times where people struggle. They stumble or they leave huge parts out that are super interesting. Um, and so I ask a lot of questions. I ask people to tell me about themselves, um, how they got there. And I also ask folks to think about who you are following, who are your mentors, who provides you inspiration. And you want to do the same for somebody else. So your story is going to be relatable to somebody in the audience. Uh, it's, it's just a matter of sharing it. Um, you could be inspiring to a young woman, to a young entrepreneur, um, to maybe somebody who's changing a career. And they see themselves in you and your business. Uh, So it's hugely impactful to share your story. But I start with asking questions and really practicing that how I came here, what's my mission, what are my values? um, And saying that out loud, it seems almost silly sometimes, but it really is impactful to say it out loud and practice it. Practice Mm -hmm. it with a friend. Right. um, Practice it with somebody that you don't know. Um, and sharing that will help you to articulate it, uh, more comfortably. Mm. Oftentimes how, how, what we say as we share our story puts us in a box I've noticed. So if I say that I'm from Virginia versus Washington, DC, mm-hmm. it's a completely different perception, right? And, and branding is all about perception. And so I know I overthink this stuff like way, way too much. Um, but yes. that's part of the problem. People overthink it too. Right? It's women, especially. Oh, I'm just assuming. Um, 
And, uh, you know, like I lived in, I lived abroad for 10 years. Right. And so that usually like makes people respect me a lot. And sometimes I actually don't want to say that. I'm like, well, maybe they'll see if they'll, I'll test them. Like, do they like me, even if I'm from Florida, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's like, right. so it's, it's funny. Um, I, I don't like boxes. I really don't. Um, I, I like you want to be in nature as much as possible, regardless of the weather. Um, mm-hmm. We had a very strange rainstorm here. It hadn't rained in months. Um, and I was like, I'm going to the beach now. <laughs> That's like the perfect time. There's no one there. You can enjoy it. Yeah. It was pouring on rain. It was such a glorious, glorious time. Um, and most of the, most of the stories that, that, that I have of resilience, of course, the inspirational ones, but they're ones where they were painful, right? You know, mm-hmm. really, really, really painful. And so um, deciding on, you know, which story to tell, um, there's, you know, it feels like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot weighing on it, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense, in terms of how we identify with ourselves and how people will identify with us. So it's like, so that's that's why it's so hard to tell the story. It's like, because there's so much, so much wrapped up for identity, our ego, our, you know, everything, our value. Yes, I actually, one of the books that I read on my trip, and I can't remember the name of it right now, but um, it was all about confidence and specifically confidence for women. And there was a whole section devoted to how we overthink everything and we strive for this perfectionism. And so we're not going to speak unless we have everything mapped out. Mm. We're not going to raise our hand in the crowded room unless, you know, we know that we can see the end of that, that conversation. And um, men don't have that. I don't. I don't know what the science is behind it, but men don't think that same way. <laughs> and so, um, for women, it's really this pursuit of perfection, where we're not going to open our our mouth or open our heart unless we know that it's going. We're going to present it on a silver platter. Right. And a lot of times, it's a work in progress because we're all a work in progress. <laughs> um, and yeah. so, it can evolve. You know, it can evolve. Your story can evolve. It can change. Um, life events can change your story or trajectory. I'm sure a lot of the women uh, that what you were living with pre-pandemic is now probably completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so your, you know, your story can change and evolve as, as you grow. Yeah, completely. The way I relate to my divorce story is different today than it was, you know, 15 mm-hmm. years ago. So yeah, absolutely. It does evolve. I love how you how you said that giving ourselves also permission to not have it all buttoned up before we share it either. Yeah, and I think that that vulnerability, I mean, women relate to that. So, you know, you're looking for again some commonalities and they're there. You just have to open up and, and share. And obviously not everyone's going to uh align with you and your values, but that's okay. That's okay. There's so many people out there. So how so if I want to do a tweeze out which story to tell. You know, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Listeners, for you, this is for you as well. Like, if you were looking to figure out which story is going to be the most impactful for you to tell in order to fulfill your purpose, because I believe that everything in my life has happened for a reason, and that um, I'm now well equipped through the struggles and the challenges that I've had to help others, and that's really what I think happens for everybody. Um, so we can schedule a session with you, so you can help us to really consolidate and clarify which story we're telling and how and why. Is that right? Yes. Well, I would love to do a free uh, mini storytelling session. Again, I'll ask a bunch of questions, uh, see how you respond, and we'll kind of build that narrative or start to build that narrative. And it might take a couple different 
paths. You might go in thinking one thing and we might come out with another story depending on um, uh, where you are and what we hear, but I'd love to do a you know, free storytelling session with folks. They can uh, visit our website and, and schedule that. The website details are in the notes, but for those of you who can't read because you're driving, it's Sock Influencer PR. Is that right? Correct. Yes. That's S-O-K Influencer PR.com. Yeah, that's great. I actually, I would really like to do one, frankly, because having somebody like you who understands the market and who understands what's going to be impactful and how to tell it, because like you said, I don't necessarily think that you know, the fact that I was in a wheelchair may be a powerful part of my story, may not. The fact that I was a Ford model may not be relevant and actually might estrange people. Um, so things that, you know, it's like what, like what, what's, because that's all that matters to me is impact, you know, that, mm-hmm. that, that somehow I've changed, helped, you know, or inspired or transformed somebody's life. And I've been mm-hmm. able to do it a few thousand times, but boy, oh boy, there are a lot of people in need right now. Yeah. Wow. Give them that, give them that push or give them that motivation to, that next step. Absolutely. So do you have any words of wisdom for the men and women listening who are right now perhaps not happy in their career, have a powerful story to tell, ideas in their heart to share? Um, do you have any any words of wisdom for them? I would say I was at the same same place, you know, during the pandemic. I was doing this questioning of Am I going to stay in this line of work? I really wanted to start my own business. Um, and honestly, really take the jump, take the leap and trust in yourself. I think that's the biggest uh, demotivator for us is that we don't trust in our own selves and our own guts. We have great ideas. We have, we can make the decisions. Uh, just trust in yourself and, and take the leap. Uh, you are your own worst critic. <laughs> Women do that too. We do that to ourselves all the time. We're our own worst critic. You have a hundred people behind you that are willing to support you. Um, you need to one, ask for help. And then two, really trust your gut and just go for it. Mm, I needed to hear that today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Cause there is hope and there is a, a timing of life. We just have to trust it. Um, it's not always easy. I'm, I'm not the most patient person. <laughs> it's hard. We want to do all the things at once, but uh, sometimes it's taking that first step is the hardest. And then, yeah, the universe will reward you. You know, you take the step, trust your gut. And also, I think the biggest one for women is also ask for help. Because we're, we feel like we need to do it all because we're used to doing it all. And we don't, we don't have to reach out to friends, reach out to family, reach out to former coworkers and, and ask for help. And that's the way nature works. You know, we're not meant to do this alone. That fig tree out in the yard is not going to, you know, produce figs without the sun and the moon and the wind and the rain and all of the things. Right. And I don't, I think it's the same, you know, when we're you know, functioning in life. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your inspiration with us, your beauty, your vitality. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Be well. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. 
Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-aline.com backslash podcast dash guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.